Sometimes Sonya has to go commando. What can I say? Welcome to 40 Ever Young. Hey, Liz. Hey, Christina. How are you? I'm good. I just had this really good iced coffee and I can't stop thinking about it. I, uh, <laughs> I went to Coffee Rx in, um, in uh, I think it's, oh my God, it is called Coffee Rx. Yeah. It, it's near my house in, in uh, Bay Ridge. And I decided to try this bumblebee latte iced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, it's an espresso shot, oat milk and some honey. And it was the greatest thing ever. It yeah, was that sounds $6. Yeah, it was $6.25, but I mean, it was worth it. <laughs> so, awesome. How close to this podcast did you have that coffee? <laughs> I know. It was so good. And you know what the thing is? I was about to get like an iced coffee, just like, uh, you know, like a black iced coffee. And then I was like, oh, never mind. Let me try something new because I've always looked at that the mm-hmm. bumblebee iced latte. And I was like, let me just try it. And it was the best. It sounds delicious. I got to try. Yeah. It's funny that you bring up your coffee because I got my HelloFresh order in the mail today. Yeah. And it just, sometimes they throw in like something extra and they threw in a Pellegrino vanilla coffee flavored. And Ooh. yeah, I was kind of like interested. It said it was gently caffeinated. So I don't know what that means, but um, it was delicious. I loved it. So funny. we both had very exciting uh, caffeinated yeah. experiences today. Exciting coffee days. I'm, I'm actually shocked that Pellegrino is doing a, a coffee type of thing. Yeah. You know, I was confused. It still said like zero everything, you know, like everything, no sugar, no nothing. So I don't know how, I mean, I guess maybe that's why it's gently caffeinated because they're using like legit coffee beans, but it just had like the faintest taste of coffee, like vanilla coffee. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I might, might get it again. Who knows? Yeah. I, I was scared with the coffee too, because I had already had my coffee today. So I was like, oh no, I don't want to be bouncing off the walls for this podcast, but, uh, it seemed not to affect <laughs> me, which is good. <laughs> that's good. I, I see. I just wanted the caffeine. I just feel like I've been like so tired this whole week and it's just like, I'm not getting enough sleep. So I'm just like, I need more caffeine. Honestly, I could go for another, but <laughs> so. I know you're kind of making me want one. I'm like, like craving it now. And it's, too late for no. me to have another coffee. At least um, it's Saturday. So, I mean, that's how I look at it. I'm just like, well, at least it's Saturday. So if I stay up late, I could kind of sleep in a little bit tomorrow, but yeah. But if you don't, then that's it. It's Sunday. The weekend's I know. <laughs> I know. That's how I look at it. I'm like, I can't, I don't mind ruining Friday night sleep, but Saturday night, I can't ruin that sleep. Like <laughs> That's the last one, the last chance you get. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, that's how neurotic I am about sleep <laughs> <laughs> I know oh man so uh we had um a lot of shows this week so we dipped usual, our toe into a new one which is very exciting. yes it is which is family karma but let's start off with Shaw's just because it's on Sunday so we watch that first so Shaw's, um, really, uh, they're at Mike's birthday party in Palm Springs. And, um, again, I'm feeling like Gigi's saying some things that are really interesting. Gigi's always been very open, but I'm, I like other people on the show. I'm also scared of Gigi. So, um, I don't know if I could, you know, I don't know if, uh, Gigi would be a friend of mine just because I'm scared of her, but um, she does say some insightful things because she was talking about um, that she had 
she feels like she had her baby for selfish reasons because she can't be in a relationship and that she feels bad for not giving her son a father figure. So I thought that was really open and uh, honest. I, I was shocked that she said that actually. It's very, it's a lot of growth for GJ to, you know, say yeah. that, say something like that. Um, but I liked what that other woman said too. She's like, well, you know, you, you never know, you know, yeah, to find a partner and, you know, it, a, a dad doesn't have to be like a biological dad. It can be, you know, I don't know, a, an uncle, a friend, a cousin, you know, I'm sure there'll be some male figures in her child's life. I don't think she needs to, to worry about it. Yeah. And she is close with her parents. So that is good. And plus anyway, yeah, you don't know she could meet someone and he could be a wonderful stepfather. Right. So, yeah, I thought yeah, that, that was, was insightful. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I feel like she's saying like a lot of insightful things like the past two episodes. I'm like, okay, Gigi. All right. Which yeah, is I'm also, like... oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, which um, Gigi talking about that and then Family Karma season two came back and Anisha's freezing her eggs. Just like, it made me, that made me think of Tinsley freezing her eggs, which I'll never get over her crying about her eggs in that bridal store. With um, Dale? Yes. <laughs> Dale's the best uh but yeah that was that was interesting there was a, there a lot going on in family karma I thought um a lot of a lot of stories that you know I'm I'm invested in I'm, I'm I want to hear more you know oh absolutely and Anisha freezing her eggs that's like something like I'm not sure I have thought about it and I know like when I have gone um to my doctor she's like oh have you considered freezing your eggs because you know they always ask you that um, I guess for being 39, but, um, the whole process, cause I saw like, you know, it's like a lot of like giving, injecting yourself and then doing it. It's just like, at first the thought of it's like, oh, okay, maybe I'll freeze my eggs. But now it's just like, I don't know if I want to go through that procedure. Yeah. I know you're just like injecting yourself with a lot of hormones and whatever. I don't even know how many months that pro process is, but I'm like, Ooh, I don't even know if I want to go through that. Yeah. I asked my doctor too. I asked her in my last like annual or whatever. Um, I said, am I too, is it too late for me? And she said, no. Um, but I have not gone more than just asking the questions. I, I have no idea what the process looks like. I feel like we've seen it a lot on these shows or maybe just other reality shows. I'm trying to think of one where she like document. Oh, you know who it was? Um, the one from Beverly Hill. I'm sorry. No, Orange County, who was married to the old baseball player. I feel like we watched her journey of like injecting, she, I guess, no, oh, maybe. Um, Megan, that wasn't, right? Megan, yeah, sorry, that wasn't freezing her eggs. That was, I guess, getting her ready. Oh, for like IBS. A, yeah, so never mind. I guess maybe we haven't watched the egg retrieval story. Yeah, it, so I guess this will be the first one because I feel like, well, Gigi, um, I don't know if she froze her eggs, but I know she was, she um, did like artificial insemination. So yeah. she used a sperm donor. So we saw that, but I guess with Anisha, that would be the first one of freezing the egg. So I guess we'll see that process there. Well, I guess we didn't see the process because Porchina's storyline gets cut, but we did hear her whole process. Like she couldn't drink because she was getting ready for the retrieval and yeah. she couldn't do X, Y, Z because she was full of hormones. So we did kind of story, but I'm sure there was more there that just kind of got cut because it didn't fit the mold of Vanderpump rules. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's you true. know, so we kind yeah, of saw some was, of it. Yeah, that was super quick. I feel like that was, she just talked about it for like an episode, but yeah. I feel like for next week or the season of family karma, it seems like we're going to see more of Anisha doing that. I'm good. I hope we do. I'm interested in it. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see just just to know learn more about it. It's still something that I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to do, but should I do? And mm-hmm. I know like when I asked my doctor, she's like, oh, you should start soon. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. But I feel like it's also especially like when COVID happened and everything like that, uh, everything like that, just COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like actually going back before COVID, I feel like, you know, um, maybe when I turned like around 36, then it was like, my clock is ticking. I actually like felt that what people were talking about. And Mm -hmm. I never felt that before, but I feel like maybe 36 on. So it felt like, er, like an urgency, but then when COVID happened, it just, I feel like COVID was more just, I was taking things day by day. So I don't feel that urgency anymore. That's good. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. I feel like it's not like a kind of a pressure you're putting on yourself or anything like that. But, um, I'm also, you know, it's, yeah, it's just like being in the moment more perhaps instead of that anxiety of the future. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, sorry. So let me, my doctor did say the earlier you do it, the better she did say that, but she did. I asked am I too old and she did say, no, I was not too old. Um, but, uh, no, that's, that's great that, um, that you don't feel that pressure anymore. I have never felt that pressure. I mean, I do feel like, you know, 39, I need to make this decision sooner rather than later, but I've kind yeah. of felt like that for the past three years too. So, you know, we'll see Hoda copy adopted children in her mid fifties. So yeah, there's, there's, there's a way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what? We still want to have our fun summer. So <laughs> What's the expression? Yeah, hot girl summer. Or, hot girl or, summer. Yeah. Or, you know, average looking summer. That's, that's my plan. <laughs> like so many now. Now it's like to get you into like this fitness. I'm seeing like on Instagram, people are like, oh, join my fitness for strong girl summer. I'm like, oh, there's going to be so many different plays on this. Oh, gosh. So. <laughs> no, thank you. Just average girl summer. I'm fine with that. Hashtag, hashtag yeah. SPF 50. Exactly. 39 year old summer covered mm-hmm. in SPF 50. Hell That's yeah. Under summer. my umbrella at the, pool, at the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, family karma. I just, honestly, I like just started watching season one. So I'm only on episode four and I love them. Yeah. I love them too. They're so fun. The, the aunties and yeah, um, it's just so different than a lot of the things we watch on Bravo. So I am really enjoying it. Me too. And dare I say, I, I watched season two, episode one. And um, you know what I was thinking while watching it? I'm like, I think this is my favorite show so far. Not of the whole thing, but right now. Like, I think this is my favorite right now. It's yeah, you can tell they have their same, their, they have their season two glow up. You can tell it's a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because they probably filmed the first one, not even knowing if they were going to get picked up. And now, yeah. now they probably have like more money behind the show. So yeah, I definitely, you could tell a lot of like the, but it's also filming in COVID too. So it, they have that weird, like they probably have more money to do things, but also like, well, we have to have Brian's, you know, birthday party at his mom's house because it's COVID. We can't do anything outside of that. So even though they uh, are in Miami, <laughs> So. True. True. <laughs> we don't know what the, we don't know the time frame, right? We don't know like what month uh, it is, do we? Yeah. No, we don't. Oh, the only thing is that Vishal said is that in the beginning of COVID, he had COVID and then he was, con- and then he was uh, depressed a little bit afterwards, I guess, because of um, 
uh, yeah, he just fell into a little depression. So I'm thinking maybe, um, maybe they filmed like in September or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, I, I thought that it was interesting that, that the doctor had to wear her mask for the whole party because she came straight from the hospital. I'm like, mm, they didn't make, um, Tiffany do that in uh, Dallas. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so that's I don't true. know. Maybe she didn't get like her COVID test results back or whatever. But uh, the two things that I love about what is it, Amit? Is that his yeah. name, the, the lawyer. But my two favorite things about him are dog. I love that dog. And <laughs> so his cute. apartment, his new little apartment. I think that studio apartment is adorable, <laughs> and I love it. It's cute, and I, they have- I do love Theo. He's so cute. He's so cute. Oh my God. And like when he called his name, he was so obedient. He just like stood there and looked at him like, yes. Like, oh my God, he's I so know. cute. I know it's so cute how uh, Amrit, Amrit's uh, parents were like, we're going to miss Theo so much. <laughs> oh my God. I totally <laughs> empathize with them. I, I know. I, I, I do love all the, the parents and I love the auntie army. They're so oh my great. God, they're so good. Yes. Love them. And I love how like, I love the way that it's filmed because like they, all the side comments they keep in and like all of like, they're like, Oh, cut this. Don't cut that. Like, I love that I breaking love up the wall. That. I lo- and you know, it was so funny this episode of season two, uh, Brian's mom laughs and she goes, Oh my God, no, cut that. I don't look cute laughing. <laughs> She's oh so, so cute. They're so relatable too. I think that's also yeah. what's so funny about it. It's like, you would think they wouldn't be relatable because we don't have any ties to their like culture and the whole auntie wave at all, but like they're, yeah, at first they're just very relatable. Love it. They are. And I love also, um, Anisha's grandfather, like, Oh, are you filming today? And she's like, they're right here. <laughs> or how in that first episode of the first season, how he calls the, the producer over to talk yes! to her. It's like, you don't understand how this works. And it's oh awesome. my God. I love it. I love it. That, and that you hear the producer's questions. It's so great. Oh my God. It's so funny. And it, I was in the circle laughing when, um, the boys were playing basketball and none of them were making the shots. <laughs> and so the pretending <laughs> the way they edited it, like showing that they yes. <laughs> made a shot. And that, that was, was great. That was and they also so had like all that home video too. And like pictures and stuff. Like it's fun. Like flashing back to see them yeah. play basketball as kids. Yeah. It's really cute. So cute. I really, I'm really enjoying it. And Me I too. really, I love the auntie army. I want an auntie army. And, oh, yeah. uh, well, and yes I, and no, because you have one misstep and they will talk. Oh, yeah, like Brian's true. mom's call, Brian's mom calling mo- the first Monica, like a yeah. prick tease. I was like, well, yeah. did she just say prick tease? Oh my goodness. <laughs> no. So yeah. So the auntie army can go good or bad for you, depending on, I guess the day. Well, I guess and Lopa auntie. So mm-hmm. you don't want her. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're in Michelle's position. Vishal oh, but was so, so scared. Scared. I know. Oh, poor Vishal. I kind of mm-hmm. feel for Vishal. And also like how he said he was in therapy to stick up for himself. I was like, oh, Vishal, know. you know, oh, poor Vishal. I, hope, I like him. He, yeah. They're, well, first of all, I like all of them. I don't think there's one I yeah. don't like so far. Um, yeah, they did like introduce, him. they did introduce a couple new characters in the second season, but I'm into, I'm into it. I want to, I want to see it all. Yeah. I'm really liking it. I think we I'm need trying- to learn more about this Patels. Like, obviously we know about Sean and, and Dylan. Now he's, he's in season two, but like the whole like the compound that they talked about in the first season. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hope we learn more about them because it doesn't seem like Sean was a main character in the first season, but I think they'll obviously be in the second season. Yeah, because we just really met uh, Sean and then we met his girlfriend. And so they were in this episode, this past episode too. And then we briefly met Dylan. So I guess, yeah, we'll learn more and we'll see their parents. I don't know if they showed their parents before. Maybe just in like a picture or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess we'll probably get to know their family. And I'm really liking like learning about their culture and everything. Like even with um, in season one and then how um, I guess Anisha was going, she has her spiritual guru. Mm-hmm. Mortis, and then like she like calls a and then how she said she called a psychic Charles and, like, yeah. and then she's like all into signs and that her mom and I feel like this this season like they say she has an evil eye in her they have to get the evil out so I'm, and how also when Amr and Nicholas are moving out and how they like did like a blessing so it's just I, like oh I'm really liking that me too I'm loving that stuff it actually like that's that's the one little piece where I'm like oh this is how you guys kind of fit into housewives because you know every season a housewife goes to some kind of fortune um you know teller or, or whatever um so when Anisha was saying she called that guy like you know Brian or, or not Brian whatever the guy Charles, Charles and yeah. paid him like 60 dollars I was like all right now it's all flowing on Bravo like this makes sense uh-huh um, so yeah, I'm loving it. I hope they they do more of that. I love all, yeah, you know, like you said, all of their like rituals. And even in the first season, like seeing all their D- Diwali parties was like super fun. I love the, like when they dress up with the the jewelry and the beads. Yeah. And I love all of that. It's super fun. And I like how in the first season, the guys even wore like it, they in their interviews, like some wore the traditional garb. And then like in the next interview, they wore a suit. Like I like how they're mm-hmm. switching it up. It makes it fun. Yeah, it really does. And I love like with a Diwali and how they're saying like, you know, to make your house colorful and, and all this, get all like the, I guess the, I, I think I might be wrong with this, um, but to get, you know, invite them in, I guess the gods or, you know, the positive gods or I'm not sure, I think um, something else, but uh, something like that. But I like how they said that make their house colorful. Yeah. I also like <laughs> how some of them were like, oh, well, I'm veg. Like they don't even say vegetarian. They just call themselves veg. It took me a few times to figure out what they were saying. I'm like, what are you talking? And then when she said some, one of them said like, oh, the chicken, she's like, but I'm veg. I'm like, oh, oh. you're a vegetarian. I like it. I got that. And uh, when Monica said that in season one, I finally realized what she meant when they went to Taco Bell and she's like, oh, with beans. I'm like, oh, she's vegetarian. (laughs) Right. But they just keep saying veg, veg, veg. Yeah. Okay. So crazy. Uh, Yeah. I'm really, I'm really liking Family Karma. I'm looking forward to the season. Me too. I know, which is so good. And yeah, they're all so great, which then leads me to New York where I'm having an issue with Leah. Where they're not all so great? Is that, like, is that your transition? Yes, that's my transition because Family Karma, they're like all the way up there, you know, like how Kelly Ben Simone said this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all the way up there and New York right now is all the way down there. <laughs> like, right? They're still making me laugh. It's still a good oh, yeah. show. Yeah. But yes, it, I agree. Yeah. I, I, you know what the thing is? I guess it's just, it's, and I know Leah's like going through um, losing her grandmother and everything like that. And I could feel for her and I feel for her with that. Of course, it's just, it always seems like she's throwing a tantrum and it just always seems, even though I, it's hysterical when she called them a hose, but it's, she's just always constantly throwing a tantrum and I just can't, I'm getting sick of it. Yeah. You know, Tinsley was bratty, but she was bratty in like the spoiled brat kind of way um, Yeah, where Leah is just, 
like a petulant child. It's like, if she's not getting into the response she wants from these women, she throws a fit and that, that is not fun to watch. I'm like, I said, I'm still laughing at some of the things, like you said, calling them all hoes, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough to watch when she's like that too, because I think Ebony is really trying to be a good friend to her, but Ebony is mm-hmm. also losing her grandmother and she's not acting like Leah. So yeah, it is at tough this to point, watch. I just wish Leah would just say, listen, I need to go home. You know, I just mm-hmm. wish she'd just leave and excuse herself and just go home. Cause I, you know, cause otherwise then it is fun. Like what, honestly, <laughs> when they were doing the painting, I was like, oh my God, I'm Ramona. Like I could care less about doing a nude painting, like drawing someone like as a party, like that's just, yeah. I'm like, nah, I think I'm Ramona in this situation. I don't care to do that. You know, I'm like, oh, this isn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do something like that. I loved it. I thought it was very unique because, you know, we always see these housewives go and, you know, to fortune, like I mentioned earlier, fortune tellers, or they all go to like, we've seen the smash room. We've seen the ax throwing, like we're seeing these things come up on all the shows. This was the first time we saw a new drawing and I, I enjoyed it. And I also was fascinated by how the women started with the penis. Like they started that first, it wasn't like <laughs> the, the eyes or the nose or the, the body structure. Yeah. Like whenever they showed their finished products, the penis was so clearly defined and everything I else know. was just <laughs> like a blurry. I'm like, all right, well, you know, they, they got it. They, they got the gist of the party. So I thought, I thought it was fun, but I also. That's was, not, it's just not a party I would want to do. You know, I personally, I don't right. want to go to, I don't want to do it. You know, right. so I'd probably be like, go off to the corner and be like, all right, whatever. I'm over it. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's definitely things like that. I've done at parties. I'm trying to think off the top of my head where I would just like get over it. And I'm like, eh, I'm good with this. I'll be over here now. Yeah. Um, and I probably would with that too, but I just thought it was like good for a, it was COVID friendly because you could do it outside and B, True. it was just something new that we hadn't seen. But um, I also felt for Sonia it, when um, Luann was like, Oh, I got a guy for you. And this like hippie dippy guy shows up and she's like, why does my best friend Lou think this is the guy I'm going to be into? I know. She's like, I'm, I'm not, not that, into like, artists. I've, I'm into bankers. Oh my God. That was hilarious. Like that is, banker is not a type, is it? Like, I feel like bankers look very like, <laughs> it's not like Wall I'm Street. into blondes or brunettes or like, I'm into a guy with a suit. Maybe that's what she meant. I'm into a guy who wears a suit. Right? Well, but she like, did say like a, a shirt with, um, she did describe like she's into like the checkered shirt or you know she started like trying to describe what they wear and she said banker (laughs) yeah so funny but then she was also saying oh I'm an artist I don't want an artist and I can completely relate like I've done theater and everything I don't want another theater guy no thank you (laughs) (laughs) do you know how annoying that is like no That's really funny. Well, and I also, (laughs) when she was like, Lou's supposed to be my best friend and she thinks this is the guy I want. Like, I feel like I've been in those situations a few times where someone's like, oh, so-and-so is coming to the party. I want you to meet them. And you meet the person. They're perfectly nice and lovely, but you're like, why does my good friend think that this is the perfect match for me? This is like the opposite of the perfect match for me. It does make you think about your friendship differently. It's like, huh, all right. Good to know. Uh, yeah, right. And then also it makes you think like, wait, um, are they just trying? Like, I feel like it's mainly more just feels like it's for the guy rather than, you know, the girl. Like, I just feel like it's like, oh, um, 
like if a friend's doing that or like how Luann was doing that, it just seems like, oh, this is my friend. Oh, I have a Greek girl for you. And so you, you just pick a girl just so you, yeah. you know, have a girl for you, that guy friends. And it's like, no, it actually won't work. Cause this isn't my type. You know, you just think of the guy's type, not the girl's type. That's a good point. I was also thinking when it was happening that like, and I don't mean this like derogatory, but Lou doesn't have a type. Like she will literally hang out with anything where Sonia says she obviously has a type and you can tell she went from Tom to Garth. Like they don't have anything in common. And it's just, that's Luann. She doesn't have a type. So I think that maybe she even thought this guy was cute because if she was single and he was flirting with her, she'd be like, okay. You know? So I think it's telling about who Luann is. Um, and, and I thought, so I thought that was funny too. Yeah, that is funny. I just, I just love Sonia's reaction. So, like, <laughs> oh, what? she was so mad. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Probably because she was excited about it all morning. She's like, all right, I'm going to meet a guy. And yeah. Then, yeah. Ooh, can't wait to see who Lou sets me up with. And she <laughs> just made me think of Sonia. I just love Sonia going, ugh, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then at some point she was calling him uh, a different name too, not Garth. She was calling him, oh, what was she calling him? I don't know. But um, it's Ramona. So funny, Ramona. To, yeah, I was just about to say an Adonis. That. I was like, what? Ramona is interesting too, because I bet you if Lou would have said like, oh, I have this guy for you, she would have been like, Ugh, no way. He's not like, you know, a multimillionaire. I'm only into that, and, you know, but she was into him. Yeah. Or into his music at least. Oh yeah, totally. And I guess that's pretty presumptuous. We don't know that he's not a multimillionaire, but I just, ever since she took like two years ago in that really rich guy's house, it was gross, but she was like all flirty with him. Oh I've yeah. Like, I've been like, all right, this is what Ron looks for, looks for in a guy. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Her, but like, I mean, I, I did love, Oh, did you hear him barking? Yeah. He's warning you. Someone's there. <laughs> Yeah, which is so funny. He's been so good every other time we've been potting. But um, yeah, it, it was gonna... bound to happen. It was yeah, bound well, to happen. I think Buddy, we could hear Buddy in the last one. So <laughs> they're each taking like, their hey, turn. Yeah, I want my moment. <laughs> like a housewife, like a housewife. If she's not like getting her screen time, she pitches a fit. <laughs> oh my God. And who was it? I feel like the voice of reason was Heather and Sonia. This the end of the episode where they're just like, you guys, this is your egos. This is, you know, you aren't listening to each other. So I was like, all right, Heather, chiming in. I know. <laughs> I, I love it when Sonia is the voice of reason. Like it's my yeah. favorite. So the fact that she's like, no, you guys are just disagreeing. And it was egos. Like they just, it was, it was. And Sonia was right. She was just like, she's not angry. She's just getting her point across, you know? Leo yep. was angry yeah and so was Lou and yeah I you know what I'm sick of Ramona like if if Sonia said the things that Leah said Ramona would have no problem with it but they have this weird mother-daughter relationship and she always feels like she needs to be scolding her and and you know Leah's always acting out I think she says some of the things she says to get a rise out of Ramona I don't think if Ramona didn't get so upset Leah would say the things that she says all the time yeah um but yeah enough is enough <laughs> yeah because leah leah does like a rise out of ramona and now i'm starting to think maybe ramona likes the rise out of leah like they're yeah. just like both sure. you know definitely sure. trying to do this to each other they know how to push each other's buttons already yeah. so it's just like okay i'm over it yeah, me too and i think lou every i feel like once a season she stumbles into like 
back into her countess ways. Yeah. And like by saying like, well, it's education or whatever, which then got Ebony all worked up. Uh, I do think it's like her countess, like preconceived snobbiness that creeps out once a season. And this was, yeah. this is when it this is it. out. Yeah. This is it. But yeah, it was Heather that said like, oh, you guys aren't listening to each other. And she's so right. They weren't listening to each other. They both got so, you know, they both, um, Luann got like, was not listening at all and was just like, so her ego was just like so bruised. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, Lou, stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's your girl. Yeah. But I was like, no, you're not my girl right now, Luann. (laughs) Because yeah, it's just, you know, uh, Ebony was right. She was just like, they they weren't calling Leah angry. And Leah to me was angrier. 100%. 100%. Leah yeah. went from outside sitting on the calming stoop. down. Yeah. yeah. To like, wait a minute, cameras, follow me. And then she yeah, exactly. goes around the house. She doesn't even go through the house. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, she definitely didn't have to go back. I, yeah. I, I'm curious to see, you know, like I said, it is her second season. So she is, you know, doomed to get not a great edit. But I don't know if they edited out her brattiness last year or she just didn't show it as much because she was you know, she had other things going on with being drunk and all the other stuff, but yeah, I, I can't watch the whole season of her being bratty. That's going to be too much. I know. I know. Hopefully, hopefully it takes a turn. Yeah. Speaking of being bratty, Beverly Hills. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Beverly Hills, like this, like, I'm just loving Kathy Hilton. She's so good. And going back to how we we're talking about how the aunties are like talking to the, the camera and, car- and uh, family karma, like how she just looked at the camera and was like, she just talks to it. It cracks me up. And I love that they I keep know. that in. It's fantastic. She's so good. Like drinking a Red Bull in bed and going from bed to bed with her fan. Like, it's just so funny. And I love how Kyle went to go be like, Kathy, we're going to leave. It's 1130. Do you want to come? And she's like, leave me alone. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I bet you maybe that's why she's not a full cast member because she doesn't want to participate in anything that <laughs> yeah. happens like before 4 p.m. So she's like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll be a uh, friend of, but don't yeah. make me do this stupid stuff that, that you have to do for the show. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'll, it's on my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love Kathy Hilton. And listen, and- I don't know what, I- go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. And I was just going to say, and I don't know what other pranks she has in store for us, but I did love her bottoms up prank because I believed it. I, I, I did not think it would be water. I definitely thought like Kathy Hilton is just a boozer and she can hold four martinis without a problem. Uh, I was kind of excited to see them all stumble back to the house. Um, yeah. so when we found out it was a prank, I was just disappointed, but, um, yeah, so far I loved that prank. I'm not a prank fan, but I loved that prank. So I, I like that prank. I, th- I feel like if it's a good prank, then I could appreciate a good prank. Um, uh, maybe I guess also depending, you know, uh, and especially like if it's done to you, but that I could appreciate a good prank and I loved it. I kind of wish I did see them all drunk too. It's just so they could be laughing and having fun, but I was so excited to see Kathy Hilton stumble into that house. Like I was so disappointed that she did it. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good prank. I liked it a lot. Of course, Sutton didn't like it, but I mean, I kind of understand like, you know, if you're the odd one out, you're just like, what is going on? Yeah, she's, um, she did this last season too. She got super sensitive over something that really didn't matter. So I'm sure she'll rebound from it, but, um, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. 
her, her, uh, her relationship with Crystal is very, oh my God, I thought it was hilarious how she was like, well, when Crystal was in her interview, she was like, well, I'm 20 years younger than this woman. And then the, the, uh, they put, she's only 12 years younger. I loved that. I rewound it. That was great. (laughs) I love when the producers do that. Me too. When they're shady and like they rewind back, like, yes. Or someone says, Oh, you didn't say, I think it was with uh, Luann and Ebony. And Ebony's like, no, you said it this way. And Luann's like, no. And then they rolled it back, but it was great because then Ebony also said, roll the tape, (laughs) like roll it back Mm -hmm. and roll it back. So I love when they do that. It makes the show so much more fun. It's like breaking that wall is so much fun. Yeah. That's probably why family karma is like awesome. (laughs) Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah, um, so I guess maybe next week on Beverly Hills, we'll see what, uh, I guess it'll probably be about Erica, everything that's coming out with her. Yeah, there was nothing else, huh? We watched the whole episode, nothing else happened? Yeah, I, I was all just about Kathy Hilton. <laughs> so I mean, good. we have Sutton and Crystal talking, and, and um, especially in the beginning, they like hashed it out, at least we thought. But uh, now it seems like they're going to be in another argument next week. Yeah. The Lisa, Renna, and Garcelle, when they came down to like go to dinner, it's just the two of them. They were talking about the beam. In the house. Oh, I yeah. laughed so hard. I was like, like, because you could just empathize with them. Like you've been in a room with someone you don't want to make small talk with. And you're like, how about that paint color? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> this house is so nice. Look at this part. Look at that part. Right? The weather's really nice today. Oh, mm. yeah. So, I hope yeah. I'm not cold at dinner. Should I bring mm-hmm. a sweater? <laughs> Hold on, let me go get it. I'll be back. <laughs> That's how, yeah, you gotta leave. And then you just like hang out in your room till you hear someone else go downstairs. You're like, okay, yeah. now I can go back downstairs. <laughs> That to me was so funny when she was like, wow, that's a big beam. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Even from Lisa too, coming from Lisa. It's like, okay. (laughs) Exactly. The, yeah, her lip kit. Was that in this episode where she talked about her lip kit coming out when everyone's covering her face? That made me laugh. I was like, yeah, that's funny. And it was true because it was just like, she's like, why didn't I think of this sooner? It's like, yeah, why didn't you? Right. Everyone's always talked about your lips. I remember when she was on Days of Our Lives as Billy, which was the best ever, like around her time, that era. Oh my God, with her as Billy and Marlena. And oh my God, that was the best days of our lives. Like for two years. Oh, so good. But um, <laughs> I never was, watched. Oh, the, the, I mean, those were the days of, you know, when Rena was on Days of Our Lives, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so, even then, like in the nineties talking about her lips. So it's like, I'm shocked. She's just coming out with a lip kit now. Yeah. And she was funny how she was like before the diaper, before the duster. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that she did the diaper pre housewives. Like, I know. I don't know. So funny. <laughs> so <laughs> well, that just wraps up all our shows. We're going to end on that. The diaper. So. The diaper. Perfect. Yeah. Excited for next week and um excited to see more Family Karma and actually finish season one of Family Karma. I have a few more episodes left. Yeah, me too. I'll be doing that. You know, one thing I did want to mention to you before we sign off is I started that Housewives book. Um Mm -hmm. it's uh by Brian Moylan. Um and it's I'm loving it so far. And I 
100%. Like if anyone wants to be on The Real Housewives and is interested in the casting process, the whole first chapter basically is like a how-to on like how to get through the casting process. I think it is so funny. He's got so much information on like what, what goes through, what doesn't go through, like all of what they look for, what they don't look for. Um, so yeah, I'm like two or three chapters in like the second, the second or third chapter, it's like what not to do as a housewife. And like the very first thing was don't renew your vows, which is, and then he lists <laughs> every single person that has renewed their vows and every single one of them is no longer married. So, oh my God, but yeah, it's, it's really fun read so far. So stay tuned well, for more. That's good because on Instagram, I was just seeing how their cast trying to find someone new for, uh, uh, New York. Roni so they're looking for new housewives for Roni and uh I think they just uh added on two new housewives for New Jersey which starts filming next week so I just read that on Instagram I think it was on Bravo and Cocktails uh that uh they found she's a hairdresser and Mm -hmm. she's like Jersey accent like typical Jersey girl so and I think it's uh maybe her husband I mean she's going through a divorce her husband left her for like a 20 year old so if that's all true, then I, I think it's going to be juicy, but she's friends with Teresa Dolores and uh, I don't know who else. Maybe just those two. That'd so we fun. shall see. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then I just saw a new commercial for Potomac, um, I think earlier yeah. today, and that looked really good. Like it was yeah. new, new, new content. So I was like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah. Oh, and that's July 11th. Cause I think last time we were talking, I said it was June, but that's coming out July 11th. Okay. Is there anything else coming up between now and then? I don't think so, which is good. Cause I feel like we have four shows and I feel like my, my weeks are booked. So <laughs> <laughs> how I'm going to fit a fifth in, I don't know, but I will do it. I know I Potomac. So. I started DVRing some of the uh, New York real estate ones just because I like to watch that one. Not I don't like follow it, but like if there's nothing else on, I like to watch them. And yeah, my DVR is just building up with them. I don't have time for them. <laughs> I know. And oh my god, I mean this is not Bravo, but yeah, Bachelorette's coming back and Bachelor in Paradise. I, I don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, you have a busy summer. summer. A very busy summer, and I also watch Siesta Key. Keys, don't judge me, but yeah. So I want, I will be judging you for that. <laughs> um, but I watch Selling Sunset. You don't watch that, right? I've been wanting to. It's just I'm oh, so busy so with my other shows. So I have it's to so like catch good. up. You know, the one smart thing that that show did is the fact that it's on Netflix. You know how Netflix just goes yeah. like one to the next, the next. Like there's no commercials. They don't even give you a chance to get up to like, you know, not watch the next one. Yeah. Um, so I think that new season's coming out, or I know they're filming it. I don't know. If if it's coming out anytime soon, but, um, yeah. I hope so. That's I may just finish one. season one and season two, like all together. It'll take it you like four minutes to do that. Like yeah. the episodes are like 22 minutes long. It was obviously oh, filmed. Perfect. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's no commercials, no nothing. You can literally, and like, there's, it's one thing that happens too. Like, you know, how in housewives it's like each like episode has its own theme. Like this is just like one thing happens throughout the whole first season. So perfect. it's fun. Yes. So anyway, so much. Our summer is so busy. Our hot, our hot girl, our hot average girl covered in <laughs> SPF 50. Bravo watching summer <laughs> is off to a great start. There's... Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. Well, another fun episode. I think I'm going to go out yeah. and get your, uh, your honey coffee because it sounds I'm delicious. Get another. Yeah. Maybe sounds I'll awesome. see you there. Yeah, okay. See you then. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.